your martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now... Call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Uh, hope everyone had a happy holidays uh, from the Fist of Fail crew. I mean, I haven't done that kind of intro in a very <laughs> long time. Uh, but it's like a callback because... Uh, remember how low energy we were used to be sometimes? I mean, I, I can still test it how low energy I can be. Because uh, I had COVID! So this was oh, this boy. is going to be a fun episode because uh, I'm still reeling from it, and um, this is our joint effort sickness episode, right, Zero? <laughs> yeah, I'm recovering from the flu. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it might have been COVID, but uh, apparently I just keep on testing negative, so uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's the flu. Yeah, so you're gonna be coughing, maybe. Uh, I'm gonna be gonna... incredibly low energy. But I'll try. I'll try my best because I'm excited for today's episode, I think. I don't know. <laughs> we are covering... Uh, we're going to try to cover all the movies that we did not get a chance to talk about earlier this year. Um, and I think that, uh, obviously, 2021 is like a, almost a return to form. We're kind, we were kind of coming out of the pandemic. So new movie releases were becoming a thing again. Um, so unfortunately we couldn't cover everything that was to be released. And, you know, for our, the sake of our show, we do watch a lot of films. I think you more than me, zero. Um, (laughs) but you know, like we want to make sure that we at least give everything an honorable mention, um, like the actual dedicated martial arts movies and the, you know, the martial arts adjacent movies. Um, and maybe maybe we could talk about some TV shows. I don't know. I didn't really watch any TV shows this year. Did you, Zero? Uh, just a few. So I tried to watch uh, the, the new Kung Fu reboot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watched the first episode, and it's... I mean, it's a CW show. You know, like, I can't be too hard on it. They go heavy on the chi heavy on the you know the asian mysticism chinese mysticism yeah. specifically but i mean it's an all asian cast you know uh starring a, a chinese female lead so it's you know it's nice in that aspect and when they did have fighting it looked like it was that actress doing it i think it, it's been right. a while i can't even recall but um yeah i don't know it just it didn't do anything for me i heard later like maybe it gets a little better like they had some surprise guests like i think gary daniels was in an episode oh really okay so uh that was kind of neat but i just i never stuck with it i watched the first episode and i was just like eh, yeah you know. okay yeah. yeah like it didn't do it for me maybe once the whole thing finishes maybe i can go back and check it out sure sure uh well cw i, <laughs> I don't know I'm, I'm very i'm very cynical when it comes to watching anything on that network so uh yeah, it, I thought it was going to be just um, like the David Carradine series, like retold. Apparently, it's not. I, thought it was I just mean, gonna... I didn't even watch the original David Carradine version, so I, I wouldn't even be able to. Play. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a Chinese female version of David Carradine. Oh. Um, hey, but 
I think that's all the mo- the TV shows that were worth mentioning this year, right? Like yeah, you you've listed right here. There's another movie, uh, another show called My Name. Yeah, yeah, that is a uh, Korean uh, Korean television show. It was on I saw it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That that was really really promising. It had the first episode had like a lot of good action in it. And it kind of, I don't want to say devolves, it becomes more drama. It's its like very cat and mouse. Yeah. Basically, this girl enters the police force, um, but she's actually part of like the Korean mob. So she's like mm-hmm. infiltrating the police force and then people are trying to infiltrate her. You know, it's like, it's kind of like Infernal Affairs a little I, bit. I was just going to think that, yeah, like there's a party. Yeah, they're trying Infernal to, Affairs. you know, okay. figure, they're trying to figure each other out who's the mole and whatnot. Oh. And the action in the first episode is really good, but then it doesn't stay consistent throughout and it's uh, a lot more drama. I see. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about now. I I do remember seeing like a preview of this, this show on my recommended on Netflix. Um but then I, I, I scrubbed through it, and I, like I didn't even get to the action segment. Maybe I scrubbed too far ahead, and I didn't even notice that there was any fighting. I was like, "All right, it's just, it looks like another K drama. I'm I'm good." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say check out the first episode. There's like the actress doing it. I, I forget her name, but it looks like it's her doing a lot of the fights. So it was just really really impressive okay. that uh, they were able able to you know train her up to do it. Because when you see her, she's got a very small figure, you know, mm. and a lot of times it's hard to believe somebody uh, of that size can take on, you know, men right. twice her size. But uh, yeah. I think they do it. I think they do it good. But uh, it just like the action doesn't stay throughout. Like I wanted more action from it. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm going to ride this train that we've started with female empowerment. And we're going to move away from television and start talking about movies, which is more of our expertise, I guess. Yep. Uh, all right. Because, uh, yeah, I was, I was mentioning to you, if you ever wanted to do a, a whole episode on just like female, female assassin movies. There were a lot of female assassin movies last year for some reason. Um, yeah. They're, they're not all the same, but surprisingly, the premise, like the, the basic gist was, all, you know, came from the same basic premise uh so we had gunpowderish milkshake kate and the protege now the protege is the only one i did not watch you said that that one had a good fight scene with michael keaton right yeah that was gonna get an uh well i can go into that later but sure okay i'm I'm surprised that they were able to make michael keaton a very very older man at this point what is he in his 60s maybe Mm. I guess he was in his like thirties when he did Batman. So Paul, yeah, sixties. He must yeah. be. Yeah, he, he's getting up there in age, and to make him look how he did in the movie was just, you know, it was great. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> like, they knew how to cut around him. They knew how to train him to still make him look good when he was in camera. So, yeah, I was very surprised uh, by that. Was he doing flips? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. But it also stars uh, Maggie Q, who I really mm-hmm. like. Um, and she, she can like do no wrong for me. Like, I just wish that she had a better fleshed out character. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, like it's one of those movies where it feels like they were editing the script on the fly and they just had to shoot with Uh. that in mind. Like (laughs) the story actively changes from one thing to another. And then at the end they're like, ha ha, we're, we changed things again. 
things are different. And I was like, well, that's that's a true Hong Kong fashion, you know, a movie making. It's not a Hong Kong movie. Though. I know, but that's like, they're, maybe they're, they're trying to, I don't know, <laughs> try to give it kind of some slack a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Well, I mean, maybe we could save that a little bit more of the positives for when we get to that portion of the episode. Um, yeah, the other two movies were Kate and Gunpowder Milkshake. I think I'd like Kate. I don't know. It's a very unpleasant movie. Like watching the whole thing, um, I like it's not an, an it's not that it's an unenjoyable because it's not it's not a good movie. It's not even it's not a good or bad movie. It's just somewhere in the middle. Um, it's just not pleasant subject matter, and there's like there's no joy to be had in the movie at all. <laughs> well, I it's mean, interesting because Kate is essentially crank Jason Statham's yeah, crank. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to mention she... that to you. Yeah, she's poor. I mean, everybody made that. All right, fine, fine, fine. I'm not so original then, but yeah. (laughs) I mean, basically, she's poisoned and she's slowly dying and trying to find uh, the people who wronged her. You know, great, great premise. But I don't know, with with Crank, because that movie is part comedy (laughs) and it's part over the top, you can kind of laugh at all the ridiculous things he's doing to try to keep himself alive, right? He's constantly like injecting himself with adrenaline and all that. Right. And when you have that story trying to take itself seriously, mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy somebody who's actually really slowly getting poisoned mm. and then they're just, you know, trying to, you know, constantly <laughs> boost themselves up. Like she's trying to get some like special soda she's been wanting the whole time and that kind <laughs> of like revives cute, her a little right? bit. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be cute. I don't know. Yeah, but they don't the, really do it that way, though. It, it's that execution of that. It's like, okay, she finally gets it, and uh, it, it's it's not really that cathartic, I guess. I don't know. It, it's like there's like a comedy moment that could be drawn from it, but that it, it's not that kind of movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Kate. So, what, like, uh, that's that's a movie that's interesting. I, I don't think the there's one particular fight scene. I think everyone knows which one I'm talking about, um, which I actually I think they're do. fighting like a tea house, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. It was tea house. It was like white rooms, uh, white walls, yeah. uh, paper, uh, Japanese paper walls, um, and I do, I don't mind it. Uh, like the in in execution, I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead does a pretty good job, and for the most part, I mean, you can tell sometimes when it's not her. You know, we have a stunt person performing for her, but for the most part, you know, that she is performing on screen, and she does have like the physicality behind it you actually believe in some of the movements that she's doing. Like she, you know, she has a great physical performance, which I did appreciate. Um, so going back to what you're saying about Kung Fu and my name, it's like uh, kind of like, it's not, it's not always enough for the actress or, well, sorry, the performer to just, you know, know the movements. They have to like sell it too. Like they have to sell their emotion, the physical, the physical movements in there as well. So I thought, you know, I thought that was good about Kate um you know like that she was i guess like physically invested into that scene the rest of the movie is okay it doesn't really have that much martial arts like as a whole that to be like to to really dive into so um yeah and then uh then then there's gunpowder milkshake which i found insufferable that movie is so <laughs> pretentious <laughs> there's like i don't know there wasn't really much martial arts in it either so i did I'm kind of glad we didn't uh, discuss that one. So, um. oh, well, there was actually a few fights in that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one that a lot of people were getting really hyped about, uh, at least on Twitter. Everyone was getting excited. 
mm-hmm. uh, because you know you, you saw you saw the trailer and looked it looked good. Yeah, and then the execution was just so questionable. Like I don't understand why it came across as so pretentious and very. Did you feel that way, or am I am I putting times? words into your mouth? Like, um, did- I don't know. Like I just. Uh, it, it well maybe not pretentious uh maybe because you said that but it felt forced something mm. something was off about it yeah i don't like that I, I really didn't like that last fight with um <laughs> when they're you know they're yep. raiding the library and it's like oh hey look michelle Yeoh's in the movie and she knows martial arts and mm. they just she's just like uh chain <laughs> whipping the chain around i was like oh what is that <laughs> yeah I, the, the dialogue the writing in that movie is so yeah well i mean i use the word pretentious but it, it just comes off as uh, like trying so hard to be cool everyone's trying to have like a one-liner or be snarky and like witty and it didn't come off that way it just felt very i mean i'm gonna stop using that word pretentious but that because that's what it really is uh, like and like at the end of the day like i it left like a sour taste in my mouth. Like, oh, this movie feels like <laughs> it. It just feels like bottom of the barrel kind of like writing. So I just kind of like did not have a good time with that movie. So, right. um, but that, that, I think it was good. I mean, t- the action was okay at times. I, I wouldn't say it was ever stellar. Uh, but like, there in was the end, one was... fight scene that I liked where she mm. she kind of I don't know, I I can't remember. It's been so long. But like, I think she's fighting in a wheelchair. At one point, mm, okay. when like her yeah. arms go numb and and whatnot, she's fighting the uh, the two guys in the hallway. I was like, oh, that's kind of neat, you know. Like, yeah, she yeah. she has to like jerk her body around because her arms are are asleep, and so <laughs> but it's, they it's derive not... choreography from there. I thought that yeah. was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, I wouldn't call that a martial arts movie, uh, martial arts fight scene though. No, no, no. no. I yeah. mean, but a fight is a fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just silly in premise, but I I didn't think it was martial arts movie uh martial arts fight scene um even though like watching the trailers i was led to believe that it would be a lot more martial arts adjacent i guess mm-hmm. um oh okay i guess i'm gonna use that little uh, uh you know sentence there and, and transition us to something i thought was going to be martial arts adjacent and it wasn't at all is never back down for a fucking ah. So yeah, like you, you know, you didn't watch it, right? Uh, I, I I did not watch it. Uh, you well, we were considering talking about this mm-hmm. part four of the Never Back Down franchise. Uh, Michael Jai White famously in them, and he is now absent yeah. in this one. So he's absent in it. Instead, <laughs> okay, all right. Instead, we have Michael Bisping, a former UFC fighter, uh, in the movie. He plays the big bad guy. Uh, and the one, the female lead, uh, who I don't, not entirely sure of her name. Um, you know, I mean, she's basically <laughs> sold into like sex traffickings for fighting. Not, it's not right. sex trafficking; it's fight trafficking. And whoever loses these tournaments gets sold into actual sex trafficking. So incredibly unpleasant, <laughs> incredibly unpleasant oh subject matter. Because not only are they being like sex slaves, but they're also getting beat the shit up um and there's, there's like no joy to be had like it's either people are crying people mm-hmm. are like in tears all the time they're screaming <laughs> um they're getting beat up by michael bisping um they're being called all t- terrible names um just women getting beat up the whole movie and at the very end 
the only cathartic, um, you know, cathartic feeling you get is that they all shank Michael Bisping inside a tub. <laughs> but there's no choreography in the movie at all. And it's it, this, the reason why I'm bringing all this up, uh, bringing up this movie at all, is because it's called Never Back Down 4. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Riot? I forgot the, the subtitle. Oh, uh, yeah, but uh, the, the movie is supposed to be uh, like a part of that series. And if you've seen the other, the, the second and third film, you know, there's martial arts in it. And freaking Michael Jai White made, you know, that series kind of, kind of worth checking out. And then this movie, it just takes a complete left turn. It has no connection whatsoever to the previous series. So I don't know. There's really not much value to watching this movie. It's not an enjoyable experience. Yeah, I, I do not recommend it. But I wanted to bring it up just because like, I'm sure a lot of people out there are like, oh, there's a new Never Back Down movie. I better go watch it. <laughs> uh, no, do, do not. <laughs> do, does... Is there a point anywhere in the movie where somebody says "never back down"? No. Oh my god, that that would have the movie doesn't is not clever enough for something like that. That's not even <laughs> or a stupid thing. enough or stupid. No, well, yeah. it's just straight up unpleasant <laughs> like, all throughout, and it, I think it's the the tone they wanted to go with. Like, no, no time for witty uh, meta jokes. We have to be beating up women at all times throughout the the movie. Um. Yeah, so that's never back down. Again, a lot of uh, oh, I guess like another movie I could talk about that is MMA related. Zero. I try mm-hmm. to make you watch this with me. I unfortunately fell asleep in the middle of it. <laughs> but the first, the first, I'd say half of the movie is pretty good, right? Zero. Uh, we're talking about what? Crazy Fist. Crazy Fist. Yes. Crazy Fist. Yeah, we were watching this on Haya. Mm-hmm. Man, like falling asleep during that movie like wiped my memory of everything. <laughs> I remember I remember laughing at a lot of it with you when we were watching yep. it. And then I don't know, for some reason all that alcohol <laughs> hit me. I just passed out. That's what we do. We drink to our movies. Um mm-hmm. yeah, Crazy Fist. It is it's so inconsistent because the um it's not a sandwich because we, we've mentioned this for several movies before. Like some movies are like a shit sandwich where like middle's good, endings, you know, like whatever. Uh, this movie, only the beginning is really entertaining. And then the rest of the movie is incredibly boring. Um, the first act is wildly entertaining because it is hilariously bad. It is, <laughs> it is almost, it is almost like, you know, so bad it's good territory, like like a mandatory watch kind of. So bad it's yeah. good. People are jumping over cars. Uh, someone punches. A, I think someone punches a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> there's just, there's just like crazy shit happening. It is so over the top. And then the movie just takes a nosedive. It just goes through a lull. There's a lot of story that happens. It's like it it's it's not entertaining at all. There's no fighting happens whatsoever. Uh, like once you get to like the second half. Um, but the, when there is fighting, which is primarily a lot in the first act and then the last act, there's the, well, there's a final fight with Colin Cho, who's actually in the movie. Um, it's, it's none of the fighting is really shot very well. Um, you know, it's over edited from what I remember too. Yes, you are, you are remembering correctly. It's, it's over edited. It's not, you know, like there's not enough choreography to really like lean off of, um, and yeah, like it, it basically the movie's just 
it's almost kind of homoerotic because you see a lot of like really buff naked like half naked guys throughout the whole movie and like there's yeah, no that, you can say that about any mma movie though right? no 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 but they're not like fight they're like it's, it's just like kind of honing in on their muscles a lot you, I'm, I'm sure you're mm. falling asleep you fall asleep during this this portion too the 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 director's really concentrated on these glistening muscles a lot throughout the film. Yes. It's like incredibly, you know, like tantalizing for the for the eyes. But like, mm-hmm. it focuses more on that than the actual fighting. So um, <laughs> okay. And at the end of the movie, Colin Cho loses because he does he's not strong enough. Because he, he's basically, because he doesn't have the big glistening muscles like yeah, the movie is like telling us. Yeah, he he's he's <laughs> okay. an actual martial artist. Like, but he's you know he's scrawny. He's he's in his black dress shirt. And he's just getting manhandled by the main character. You're just throwing him around. And it's not it's not fun to watch. He's like, wow, he's just demolishing the villain. Like, there's no conflict here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a shame because I kind of I kind of wish they had just rode that wave of just being all out bad and like hilariously bad, but they didn't go that route. I don't know, Zero. Uh any other MMA movies you thought were because like, apparently there were a lot of MMA movies this year. Yeah, I watched um, Born a Champion. Mm-hmm. This was this was kind of fun. This was very very uh, small independent film, uh, starring Sean Patrick Flannery, mm-hmm. and I did not know he was a, a real BJJ practitioner. Like he trained with the Gracies. Oh wow! He did yeah <laughs> he did the fight choreography for this movie, uh-huh. and you know it's just very simple, um, and just straight to the point you know it's it's your typical mma drama like sure. anytime there's mixed martial arts in the cage in the ring there always needs to be that drama element that's yeah. always there but uh i was just surprised because i i didn't really think anything of it but then i was watching the choreography and i was just i was so surprised how good he was at grappling and then mm. i started looking into it and i realized like oh he's a real he's a real bjj guy so sure, it was, it was sure. pretty neat um, it's just his story for, you know, falling from grace and then, you know, rising to the top, doing it for his family, mm-hmm. typical stuff. Uh, not, not a bad watch. So I, I kind of recommend it uh, on that aspect. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, what about, did you watch Notorious Nick? I, I see this is a movie that was on, on the list as well. You put that on there. I did not. Uh, watch okay. It, I think that was, that was a movie that like we, we were intending to watch, but we never actually got around to it. Uh, okay. Right. Uh, again, a lot of MMA movies. Uh, <laughs> I put this on the list, uh, but I, I don't. It's not told. Totally, don't watch it. Don't watch Chick Fight. It's it's. Uh, did you watch it, Zero? It's um, Chick Fight. Chick oh, fight. that's with Alec Baldwin. Baldwin right? Yeah, this is the worst thing that Alec Baldwin has done this year. <laughs> it's, it's clearly rough. Uh, no, rough. don't don't watch it. Too it's, soon. Yeah, yeah. Those are the kind of jokes we're we're telling this this episode uh, with COVID um chick fight yeah don't watch it it's it looks like a martial arts movie it's not a martial arts movie it's 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 it, yeah i mean I, I saw the trailer and i thought okay maybe there's gonna be some some fun you know um cage fighting stuff going on in there but um i don't know i i, I didn't really get through it, it mm. i got a little bored with it so oh yeah no it's up. incredibly boring it, well it, it's very you can kind of see where the movie's going um a lot of times when you watch a movie you'll know what i mean it, it's a very predictable by the numbers kind of low budget film um i don't think there's really much to talk about the it's you know it's it's a standard fare 
And you know, you want to go into these movies with to see the fighting, and <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, it's it's over edited yeah. and everything. You know, like not, and there's no there's no choreography at all. Everything's hyper edited to make them look like they're doing more than they actually are, but they're not. So oh, that's yeah. too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see what other movies do we have. Nothing that's MMA related, but I I don't know why I put this on the list, but I think I kind of had to because it was on Haya. Uh, a couple of movies that we should to mention because, uh, because we're they are on Haya, which is you know we're not sponsored by them, but we could be. Uh, <laughs> hint, hint. Uh, you know that they weren't technically released this year, but some a lot of these movies or shows were. Um, uh, I guess like made available because of Haya. Um, I think we might have. We, have we officially talked about Crazy Samurai Musashi yet we in have any to. capacity? Well, it's officially. Uh, we, we've, we've, no, mentioned we've, it, right? we mentioned it in I think the last year's okay. end of year wrap up. Um, right. Yeah, but I think it officially went to Haya this year, like yes. in the beginning yes. of the year. Okay. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So now, well, that was where, where our plug was going to be. Like, I'd say go maybe check that out. Uh, I mean, it's. Well, it's Do you not crazy. remember our thoughts on it? Well, no, no. I say maybe. Well, I mean, I, this is why I was gonna put the little asterisk to that. Maybe uh, check it out. It's now it's called Crazy Samurai Four Hundred Versus One on on Haya. You can check it out because we talked about it, so now you can actually see what we're talking about. If you want to watch someone oh, fight okay, for seventy that. minutes, <laughs> and then that was gonna lead, and you can always listen to our last episode when we talked about it in greater detail. Right. But also, yeah, Tak Sakaguchi uh, just annihilating these poor, the, the same <laughs> poor seven stun- people. <laughs> I know it's uh, it's exhausting. It's extremely exhausting. Yep. And you know, like we mentioned this before, I think he broke like a few fingers while filming that. Uh, yeah. Too. Just yeah. just because it's so long, it's so freaking long. Oh my god! Yeah, no, I, I can tell. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> like we're all exhausted after watching that movie. Um, oh yeah, that was gonna segue me into talking about. I think a more competent one-shot movie, but it's not a martial arts movie, which might disappoint some of you martial arts fanatics out there. It's literally called One Shot. I'm sure you guys heard of it. If you follow Scott Atkins uh, at all uh, on any social media, like he posts, he posts a lot of things about about the movie. He's it is a, quite an accomplishment. I do th- I do like the movie a lot. Um, I think that a lot of the critical responses are definitely not taking into consideration the like, the technical achievement of the movie it is very well done a lot of the, the critics keep comparing it to like movies like birdman and it drives me fucking crazy because <laughs> that was not really one shot this movie right, right. doesn't do any tricks to um to hide the fact that it's one sh- like like they they don't do things to cobble several yeah, long that- takes together that was my understanding is this is a real one shot movie. They didn't hide anything. There's no edits. There's no, yeah, there's no hidden yep. cuts or camera swishes to, to hide right. anything. Right. They really did it. I didn't see it. So don't spoil it. Cause I okay, really I want will, to, I will I'm, not. I'm, I'm holding <laughs> off. Um, I think it might be in theaters in January. I thought I mm. saw that it might get a wider release. So I was, I've kind of been holding off because I want to see it. In the okay. Theaters. I think that would be a great experience, but right, now that, that the numbers things. are, rising uh i don't know maybe uh, yeah. maybe going to the movies is a bad idea these days well i already have it so uh, <laughs> maybe i'll just watch it again in theaters just for you zero 
Okay. Um, oh, uh, I, I I knew I was gonna forget an MMA movie because uh, I was trying to I was trying to like wrap it all up before, but like I knew it was gonna it was gonna slip my mind. But I didn't talk about it because Bruce came out this year uh, on Netflix, and it has one pretty well, it has one fight <laughs> the, the yeah. whole movie. Uh, that might be a little disappointing because it's an M- MMA movie directed by Holly Berry, directed and starring Holly Berry, um, which was kind of surprising to me. Um, I don't know. What do you think of this movie, Zero? I, I thought it was just okay, right? It Again, it is a it an MMA drama. Uh, I don't understand why MMA movies have to pair drama all the time. I don't know why we can't get away from that pairing. It works, but... If you're not going to do anything special or unique or different with it, then you need to do something really good to make it stand out. Mm. And uh, in Brew's case, uh, Holly Berry directs and stars in it. I think she's good. She's always been a great actress, so it's like she can do she can do no wrong. Catwoman. Uh, I thought her performance. <laughs> Besides Catwoman. Catwoman's amazing. What are you talking? About? <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um. Yeah, her performance is good. Uh, I thought the direction was fine. I was really impressed with how uh, they put together the last fight. I won't. I don't want to talk about it anymore because I, I want to mm. save that for later. So okay, sure, sure, sure. I'll, no, I'll just say that uh, the movie was was okay, but I, I did like the fight. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, well, we brought it up. Um, let's see. I was gonna. I brought up Haya earlier because I did want to mention the movies that technically again were. were brought up this year like they were released earlier but they're finally made available this year um one of them being i don't think a lot of people know of this one it's called the uh, fist of legend i think this is on haya i'm not sure i might, I might watch it on youtube actually honestly um so it's not it's not the um it's not the uh jet lee version but it's a retelling of it it's, it's oh, just, I've heard of this. They're just, I mean, China has just been taking the the popular names and just, yeah, yeah just making movies very loosely based off of, or not even. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, basically, it's it's. <laughs> I hate to say this, but it's just taking the exact story of Fist of Legend, removing all the, like the Japanese, like the the ambiguous Japanese, like anti slash pro Japanese uh, sentimentality of that movie. And then making it all like turning them into the villain again, yeah. so like it goes more towards like the original Fist of Fury uh, premise, right, right. and the fighting is atrocious. It is fucking terrible. Um, yeah, but I wanted to bring it up because it's like I like if someone's gonna Google Fist of Legend and be like, oh, what's this? So <laughs> uh, definitely want to bring that up. Um, and then what was the other movie that was available on uh, Haya? I guess that's really it. You know, like the ones that are like really worth mentioning. Um, oh, okay. I'm jumping all over the place because um, it's fine. I, I, <laughs> I mean, that's what we do, right? Um, I'm jumping all over the place because back on Netflix, I watched the fable, the second fable movie. Um, I, it kind of is martial arts adjacent. I don't. It's, a, I, it's adjacent. It's more action. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, I yeah. love that. Uh, scaffolding set piece at the mm-hmm. end man that is fucking awesome yeah what they did there i thought that was really really great yeah. the movie 
it it's gets super melodramatic. It's it's like they took out all the comedy from the first one, right. which we both saw together. Yeah, 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 and it's not it's not horrible, but the whole time, but the the whole time, it's just it's the movie is just kind of a wet blanket, mm-hmm. but it needs to be because the story is so serious. It involves like uh, just uncomfortable stuff that I'm just like, oh man, like I don't I don't want this in my like action. Comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do forget it's comedy sometimes. In fact, sometimes the comedy feels out of place. Um, but you know, it, this this is based off a of manga, right? So I'm maybe the, they're just gonna make a whole bunch of movies based off of. No, so apparently the first movie adapted the entire manga. Oh, oh, okay, interesting. So what what this? Uh... <laughs> this is so the second movie is all an all new story, not based off anything. Okay, well I don't approve yeah. of that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, well, it doesn't feel... Well, I didn't remember the first movie, so I have to go back and watch it. And yeah, totally doesn't feel like the same. The first movie doesn't... I just remembered watching this in theaters with you. Uh, and I think, was it the director who was there? Um, someone yeah. was there who was part of the... Yeah, the director was there, we saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a long time ago. This is pre-COVID. Um, so my memory's kind of hazy. But I thought it was like more martial arts... Um, you know, like it was, it had more martial arts in it. It, it. it isn't. So the second movie, there is that scaffolding scene you were mentioning. Um, I think it's it's impressive because uh, there's some fighting in it, uh, and like especially like when he's like actually like shimmying down the um, like this really narrow area, like the between two oh, walls. Oh man, that's oh, great. God, that stuff is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the lead actor, uh, I I did a little research on him. Um, I'm I'm losing track of his name right now. Um, he knows some shit. Like like you actually see him in his training. Like he's look he actually. I mean he's a J-pop uh a, a J-pop artist, but you know, he knows his mar- uh, MMA styles. Like he knows jujitsu. He knows all these things. So I guess like you actually see that in play in these movies. So it's actually kind of oh, cool. That's cool. I didn't know that because <laughs> the character wears a ski mask. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I thought they did that to hide the stuntman, but mm-hmm. to hear that the actor really knows it, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. good to know. Yeah, I'm sure like when he's doing the crazy stunts, that's clear. Yeah, well, him. of course, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so the bigger name titles of this year, we have... Uh... <laughs> well, are we just going to get into now our our favorite fights of the year? Is that what you want to do, fights. or you still want to? I mean, we can keep going down this list forever, but yeah, we can totally talk about the movies that are actually worth talking about, right? Zero. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think we should uh, let's start now with our favorite fights or the best fights of 2021. Okay, it's. I think we're gonna have very similar opinions for the most part. Um, I mean, because you know, it's we're still living in COVID times. Like in terms of like new movies, there's only so much you can pick from. Uh, but I think, yeah, of course. I mean, are we gonna do like we're ramping up to our favorite, or we're just gonna go straight to it, straight for and be like, this was my favorite for sure. Uh, so I have, I have like a top four. Oh wow. For okay. Me. How, how about you? What do you? What do I have, you have top three. <laughs> I okay, see your so list. How, it's basically yeah. yours, but like minus one, one entry. Okay. So uh, I'll just I'll start with my number four, then then we can go up from there, sure. comparing and contrasting. Mm-hmm. So. For me, my number four is Bruised. Mm. I really, really liked the fight choreography um, in the final. It's it's interesting. Like I, I've 
only been watching MMA movies starting like from this year because we did MMA. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a brand new thing to me. Like I didn't really know how to look at the fights and look at the grappling and all that stuff. Yeah. And after watching so many mixed martial arts <laughs> movies this year, I can say I'm getting a little bit of an eye for it. And okay. I really enjoyed the choreography in Bruised. Um, the whole mm-hmm. the whole final fight is just, you know, it's, it's really nicely done. I like the grappling a lot. It mm-hmm. doesn't do a lot of the things I hate about um, MMA fights where once they go into the grappling, you get stuck there. And it just right, lingers. Right. And it's them like struggling to get, you know, get dominance for the holds and the chokes and whatnot. They're mm-hmm. constantly, constantly going in and out. It's uh, Halle Berry versus uh, Valence- Valentina Shevchenko. Sorry, I- I'm messing that up. <laughs> it's with choreography a from mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> choreography from Eric Brown, I think. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was really, really nicely done. I was constantly fixated on it, and even though they have to kind of cut to rea- uh, audience reactions or like trainer reactions, coach well, reactions, yeah. you know, typical, typical of the genre, that's fine. Like I found myself still very, very much engaged in the fight. Mm, okay, well, maybe I'm I'm a little bit more harsh on Bruce than you are. Uh, I thought the it's an okay fight. I mean, if we're talking about the caliber of like good MMA fight choreography in a movie because you know you have to adapt it for a movie format uh i mean you, i mean you can't really beat uh unbeatable i know that's kind of weird so i was to gonna say, say unbeatable is still that's the gold standard like i still yep. haven't seen mm-hmm. a movie that does mma better than that mm-hmm. filmed better than that but Maybe i'm Girl's not Blood. talking about un- yeah i'm not <laughs> talking about that movie i'm talking about you know bruce you know, Came out this year. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I got you. Of all the MMA yeah. movies um, this year that we saw, I was like, I was really happy. Sure, with sure. Uh, what they what they did. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm, okay. I, I'm Bruce are probably not, it's not really on my list, I guess. But like again, I don't have that much on, on a list to begin with, anyways. Uh, I mean, like, I was gonna talk about um, uh, Raging Fire because like I did like mm-hmm. that movie a lot. It feels like forever ago that we talked about this. Uh, it came out much Back earlier in, in the year, was it? Well, was we it? saw it at the New York Asian Film Festival. I think in July or August. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. oh, I guess it's middle of the year. Yeah, and I remember liking the film a lot. Um, and uh, like that, that end fight. So that's your number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 that well, I mean, I don't even have a number. I don't have, I guess, three. Like I have two. This is my number. My, my number two. So I don't know if that's your number. Okay, what? so so Raging Fire is my number three. Oh, that's your number three. Okay, that's my number two. I guess our, okay. my list is a lot shorter than yours. Um, <laughs> Raging Fire. Yeah, no, that that final fight, I'm, I am still remember pretty fondly. Uh, especially that ending fight with Nicholas Say. Uh, Donnie Yen versus Nicholas Say. Um, yeah, that's that's the one that I would say is the best. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that fight... It's. I, I think we, if we listen to our episode, we we talked about it in depth. Nicholas say you know, we did it because it was a general review episode because mm. we spoke about it right after we saw it. Oh damn, that's right. So we did maybe we gotta actually, do a real actually, episode on it now. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, we actually did not break down the fights. There are there are fights to break down, so we could uh, you know we could do it. You know, mm-hmm. let us know if you want a whole episode dedicated to it. Sure, sure. Yeah, the the end fight. Yeah, it's, it's obviously worth mentioning um 
because Nicholas say like he, he is actually you know, performing some of these movements, and it's like it. I wouldn't say he's he's on screen all the time. Like you can clearly tell that you know like he he needs to be doubled sometimes, but for the most part, it's pretty impressive. Um, so like I I do genuinely enjoy it. Uh, from what I remember, <laughs> I watched it. I watched all my my favorite mm-hmm. fights today, mm-hmm. and it holds up. Still pretty good. I mm-hmm. love his double um, butterfly knives against mm-hmm. Donnie's baton. That stuff is really good. It's really really fast. Yep. There's a lot of moments where there isn't a lot of cutting. Like they just let the fight breathe. They let him go yep. at it with choreography, mm-hmm. and it's a fight in three parts. I, I I'm noticing like a trend. Uh, at least with um with my uh, fights, mm-hmm. everything there's like it's it's that weapons fight first, and then it kind of turns more into like boxing, grappling after yeah. that, and mm-hmm. then another weapons fight, and then it then it turns into the stuff on the piano at the end, which is kind of funny. Yeah, 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 no, no, I mean, yeah, I remember how ridiculous the movie, the way that the movie ended, but, but uh, I don't know, like I I. Outside of the, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. The outside of the way that the villain, you know, like loses, I remember liking the most of the fight. <laughs> oh um, man, yeah, when he he dislocates his arm at the end. Are, are we talking about the statue? Am I, no, no, no. The, no, that's, no. That's bef- after the statue he falls. I think. Oh uh, no. Uh, okay, well, but, but, no, whatever. well you know, when we do an actual episode on it, we'll, we'll cover it more in depth. But I do remember liking that fight quite a bit. Um, and maybe I do have a number three. I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it later. But uh, I mean, what's your number two, Zero, since I don't have a number two? I don't, that was my number two. Right. Um, man, like I'm, I'm really... Uh, I'm not sure. because I'm, I'm kind of uh, on the fence with these two. So, um, all right. I'll say my number two is the the last fight in Hydra. Really? Oh shit! Yeah. That's my number one. That's easily yeah. my number one. That's how much I like that fight this year. Yeah, but, that's a, okay. It's a really really great fight. Let's, let's oh talk man, about like it then. we did a whole episode on it. We we spoke about that fight for like oh god, it f- yeah. feels like forever because you, I was just gushing about it. Like, uh, it's not hyperbole when I say I think the fight choreography and the speed that uh, Masanori Mimoto was able to achieve. And then all the, you know, the fight choreographers was, is next level. I think Mm -hmm. um, this is where uh, martial arts fights needs to go. Now we need to get faster and Mm. we need to make sure that they're captured properly. Sure. Even though we're under the restrictions of 24 frames a second, you can still do fast, but you just need to make sure your camera isn't like wildly going all over the place. Yep. And it's an active camera, but we can still make out what's going on. You just have to look at it with very, very detailed eyes. Like you, you have to like gaze into your screen when you're watching this fight because they are fast. They are incredibly fast. It's some of the fastest choreography I've ever seen. Um. I don't know if we need to go faster, but I think that there's uh, there's a lot of comp. Like, it's it's very well, not faster, like uh, up to the speed now. Like okay, we, sure. Like this this movie is taking the speed up a notch. Sure. We can't go we can't go any faster because it's just not going to be captured. Well, yeah, exactly. Like screen. you you need yeah. to be able to yeah, like register your eyes need to be able to register what's going on. Um, but right. yeah, I think the I movie th- does I think, a I th- delicate balance. Yeah, I think this movie is 
at that breaking point where if we if they go too fast, it it just might be a mess. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So the speed is one component. It's it's uh, again. Listen to our episode. We've talked about this in greater detail. The the whole thing is. Uh, like it just balances everything that I, you know, like like we love in martial arts movies, and then everything that should not work, they somehow made it work. So like I don't, I don't like knife fights in my movies. Like if there's choreography involved, for the most part, um, because like it's usually a mess. This movie does not do that. Like it, it, it makes it very clear what's what's going on at all times. You can always make out the movements, um, and yeah, like it's uh like that. They make a lot of very unorthodox filmmaking decisions and somehow still make it look really good on camera. Like, and it's, it, and it incorporates MMA style grappling in it too. So going back to what we were talking about before, I mean, obviously this is very adapted for film. A lot of it is not very realistic, um, but it is very entertaining <laughs> for the most part. Um, oh God. Yeah. This fight, like every time I watch it, it's, so polarizing you get sucked in like yep. and the the crazy thing is it's almost non-stop choreography there's a few moments where they have to breathe like where they you know where they're you know in a grapple yep. or they're in a struggle or we get a gaze from the characters staring each other down mm-hmm. but other than that i think it's like almost four minutes long four or five <laughs> minutes long of non-stop choreography and they're fighting so fast so it's like they're putting more choreography into four minutes than like <laughs> most movies put into like right. you know the entire runtime. Right, and the movie's only like an hour and ten minutes or something like that, from what I remember. I think it's like seventy-seven so, minutes long. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. Uh, and majority of the movie is no fighting at all. So, I, like that speaks volumes. Like I, we did a whole episode on this movie that only has about eight minutes of fighting in the entire film, but it's mm-hmm. worth checking out. Um, and it's all backloaded, so we'll spare spare you the uh, the you know the whole film if you just want to watch the fighting. Um, all right, Zero. Uh, this last one you'll definitely have to talk about. This is the one that I did not watch, and this okay. is okay. So, so Hydra was your so Hydra was your number one, right? That was my number one for sure, easily. Okay, right for, for yeah, new releases. Uh, so yeah, yeah, for new release. So yeah, I was on the fence. I didn't know it, it was between Hydra. And so my number one is Veroni Kenshin, uh, the final, which is the fourth in the film series. And man, um, what's his name? Uh, Taker, uh, Takeru, Takeru uh, Sato. Sato and Maken, Makenyu Arata. Mm-hmm. Man, like I didn't know uh, Makenyu is the son of Sonny Chiba. Rest in peace. And yeah. yeah, rest in peace. And man, like this fight is it's so good. Uh, I'm usually not a fan of sword fights. Like I, I just haven't seen it done very well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, Kenji Tanagaki, who is the fight choreographer, like he just he's had four movies now to just hone in like his fight choreography, and it's so it's so well done in this movie. They're so fast. One of the things I love that he does with the with the fights as well is the way that he uses wires. Uh, he doesn't use it so much um, for them to add verticality. He uses it to add speed to their horizontal movements. Mm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they do like really fast running like around this environment because they're getting pulled by the wires. And it it's so amazing how fast they are. 
and how fake it looks, but it's not. It's really them just being pulled faster than a human can really run. It's it's really impressive to see. Interesting. And the sword yeah. choreography, it's just it's so good. And they there's even moments where they do close quarters combat with katanas. Like that shouldn't work. You shouldn't mm. be able to be in a close fight with somebody with a long blade. But I just I like the choreography they designed behind it. Sure, sure. It's not over edited. <clears throat> it's edited just right. There are a few moments when they have nice longer takes. It's just lots of good stuff. I was really on the fence because I I kind of wanted to give it to Hydra because Hydra is like the smaller film, you know, the lower sure. budget. Uh, Veroni Kenshin just you know you can see it has like a you know more production value, right? Right. Um, but when I kept on watching them back and forth, I was like, ah, Veroni Kenshin. Is just I, I like the choreography a lot more, even though I was I'm so praising of what they did in Hydra. Got it, got it. Oh, uh, I feel like every year we another Veroni Kenshin movie comes out, and I'm so intimidated to watch them because there's like, well, you said there's four movies now, and they're all like two. Well, there's two and five. Half there's five <laughs> movies, and they're all like two and a half hours long each. Yep. Uh, no, thank long. you. They're pretty no. long. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, yeah, I will eventually get to them, but oh boy, that's, that's yeah, quite a lot of bad. They're pretty entertaining. They just, I mean, like they're, yeah, they're just, they're just a little long, lots of character stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but at least the action, you know, the action gets progressively better in every movie. So minus the last one, because I did not like the last one. I, I think they messed up by making the last one a prequel and mm. yeah, I don't, I don't okay. think. I don't think the fights in that one are good. Interesting. Well, we're, are we going into negative territory? Because this is yeah, where we can go into we can our. Go into the... <laughs> this is where we can go into our Patreon portion. If you want to listen to us nag about the movies we did not want to talk about. See, I I'm the negative Nancy. I have more shit that I don't like from this year. <laughs> so uh, I guess yeah. If you want to listen to us, follow us on Patreon, and you'll hear our stinger here. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. All right, it's time to talk about our honorable mentions, right, Zero? Hey, we're out of the Patreon version portion. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, um, honorable mentions. Um, so these are movies that um, maybe, uh, you know, they didn't get into our top or our bottom or whatever, but uh, still worth mentioning. So uh, for me, I wanted to say that uh, I really liked Paper Tigers and uh, Castle Falls. Mm -hmm. uh, Paper Tigers. I think generally, like so many people, really, really enjoy this movie. It's like something yeah. very different. I like the aspect of the, you know, the older martial arts fighters kind of getting back in step with it, mm -hmm. and then trying to figure out, you know, uh, how their seafood died. Uh, really, really great movie. I thought the fights were just okay, but the movie yeah. is so entertaining that it elevates everything for me. Sure, sure. Now, I, uh, Paper Tigers is easily like my highest recommend from uh from this year um and my girlfriend watched it she actually enjoyed it actually for the most part i recommend this movie to a lot of uh, folks who i know who aren't martial arts fans or like you know like fanatics like yeah, you and yeah. i are and they generally enjoyed the film so uh you know i think that movie is very 
accessible for anybody. Um, I mean, kind of mentioned Mortal Kombat before. Uh, I kind of just, I kind of want to put that out there one more time. I, I weirdly enjoyed that movie, even though I mean, like, I weirdly want to put that as an honorable mention because, like, it's not the fight is not great, but I thought it was okay reinvigoration of like the franchise for a, uh, for like uh, for Hollywood, I guess. Um, and yeah, I you put Shang Chi here. I don't know if I want to put it that on my list. Shang-Chi, I kind of, I would say it's it's okay as an honorable mention for me. Uh, I didn't love the, the choreography, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't love the, um, the execution of the fighting uh, because of the fact that it's so Disney-eyed. Is Marvel Disney-eyed or whatever? Um, mm-hmm. It just feels too polished, and I'm not a fan of that. But um, I'd be honest. Yeah, like the the fighting, the well, I mean the the movie in general. It's it's like overly po- over polished. It feels like you know, it's, just, uh, okay, it's yeah, like there's yeah. like no, a, no, like, I, I know a it's like a wash over it. It doesn't feel well. There's like, a there's a gigantic CGI wash all over uh, everything well, to no, make everything look like kind of perfect. And yeah, yeah, that was my that was my big problem with the movie. Like I like a lot of the the technical stuff behind it because mm-hmm. when you watch the behind the scenes, they're really doing yeah yeah a lot of stuff, which is great. It's just that like there's so much CGI behind there. And it works in some fights, but it doesn't work in like others. Yep. Um, like I love the fight with uh, Tony Leung when he's when he first meets the mother. That's very CGI. <coughs> Excuse me. That's very CGI centric, mm-hmm. but it works within the story and and what they're trying to tell. Right, right. right. Um, but then I just hate that it turns into a CGI mess at the end. Like all right, right, right. Yeah, I know. It becomes a kaiju battle at the end. We, we talked about yeah, all this. Um, yeah, yeah the, the movie is, uh, you know, like I I kind of sad that we didn't, weren't able to talk about any of the behind the scenes because, you know, we were when we initially talked about it. But, um, you know, I find a lot of the behind the scenes stuff more interesting than the actual movie. So I maybe say go check that out. Um, yeah. Uh, Zero. Uh, what else? What are the other mentions? Oh, again, um, <clears throat> just to elaborate on it, uh, Castle Falls, mm-hmm. uh, Dolph Lundgren directed this. He's also in the movie with Scott Atkins. Scott Atkins, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a movie where it, it, it the beginning kind of feels like they live, where Scott Atkins is just like down on his luck. He gets a job of construction, mm-hmm. and he's just, you know, trying to, you know, make a, you know, make some money because he's technically, li- he's homeless. He's living uh, in his truck. And it's a story about him finding money on a construction job. And he, but the, the building that he finds it in is going to get blown up for demolition. Right. And so he's trying to escape with the money while Dolph Lundgren is also trying to get the money. And then the drug dealers are trying to get the money. So there's this huge ticking time element mm-hmm. going on there where they're trying to escape. They're also trying to escape the bomb and they're all fighting each other choreography it's just like okay but right. the movie is so entertaining i was just i was just enjoying it the whole time so i was i just wanted to give that like a, a nice honorable mention okay all right so you see i see you want to talk a little bit more about the protege uh i don't need to elaborate on it so much yeah like the the movie itself was just you know it was just okay for me mm-hmm. i think i was just really impressed that they made michael keaton you know, a much older guy in his 60s, maybe 70s right now, they gave him fight scenes. And he looks really good in a fight scene. Like, 
you don't expect it from a guy who looks like this. So I was just, mm-hmm. I got to give it to the, you know, the stuntmen and the crew and everyone. And yeah, and Michael Keaton himself, I'm sure he put in the effort right. into, you know, trying to do these fights. And uh, he looks pretty good doing it. Right, right, right. All right. Well, he was Batman, so <laughs> uh, I, I do believe it. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's all. Oh, well, they can't be all, but like these are all the movies that we can cover for the duration of this episode. Uh, maybe one day, maybe we'll one day we'll uh, save the rest of these movies for that we weren't able to talk about for official episodes. Um, but yeah, uh, every, I guess everyone, I wish y'all a happy new year. We have a couple of things in store for 2022. Uh, hopefully, you and I will not be sick in that yeah, episode. I hope we are not because oh my throat is it's like closing up it's getting like this yeah right yep. no I am I'm actually you can't yeah you guys can't tell but I'm like on a very thin wire right now I'm like just dangling <laughs> by, by you know I can't even speak anymore the episode's over now all right happy new year's guys hey happy new year